80% of high school students choose a college based on their friends. Don't let that be your student. This is Cutthroat College Planning, where we tell you everything you need to know about life after high school. Welcome back to Cutthroat College Planning. My name is Hector Lopez. Kayla this Record. is Kayla Record. I'm going to stick to the script because if I don't stick to the script, then I will go wild. And that is the normal intro script. So. <laughs> I know. I already threw you off. Application essays. I got it right this time. Uh, we're going to continue on in the series because there's a lot to know about application essays. We're going to talk about the things to not do. Do not do these things. If you are writing an application essay, these are red flags. We're going to talk about why they're bad. We're going to talk about alternatives to them. And it's just going to be great. We're going to have a great time with everyone listening to us. We're going to have a great time with each other. And let's just go into it. We don't have as many notes today because this is going to be off the top. So I'm excited. As we always are. Hang on. Hang on. We're excited. All right. So I'm going to. I'm going to start us off, and then you're going to tell me why you wrote this and put this in our notes. Okay. Okay? Let's do it. Awesome. So, do not title your application essay. This is very odd. No, it's common. It's very common. It's common to title or it's common to not title? It's common. So many people title it. I, I title my essays. Everyone does. Everyone is taught to title their essay, right? I learned through mm-hmm. grade school on up mm-hmm. to title yes. my essay. Yes, well, then you, I'm sure, did very well. However, the exception are these essays. Eh, don't title them, please. Okay, so you're going <laughs> to have to paint this. Yeah, you're going to have to paint this picture for me because um, it's a little bit different than an essay that I've done when I'm in school. Yes, And I probably are. have done some of these application essays as well. But when you mean title, like, are we, are we on a computer right now? Yes. And there's just a box that says... A thousand characters. Mm-hmm. Is that is that what we're is that yes. the picture? Okay. Yep. So don't title that essay. Correct. Okay. That would yes. look weird. You would think. It's not in like MLA format. It's not in like right. you know, title, date, name. Nope. Five okay. paragraph structure. Nope. Nope. So with that, don't title your essay. Yes. We already know. We're looking at the top of whatever that number is. We know what the essay prompt has asked. We don't need a title. It comes across as gimmicky. It's very contrite it's very um like you're just trying too hard plus from a standpoint of being able to maximize you're wasting how many word count on that you're wasting quite a bit so yeah you're not really taking advantage and you're really just boring it from like the very beginning where we already know that part so we're just already skimming you we're skimming that essay at that point the title's not really going to do much for the viewer Mm -mm. it's nothing you're just rephrasing it really adds nothing. Okay. You know what? I'm, I just had this thought. Yeah. Instead of titling your essay, here's what you should do. Oh, no. <laughs> go this back is going to be good. <laughs> what are we doing? Go back to the previous episode. Okay. And listen to how we mm-hmm. can take a common first sentence and yes. turn it to a very great first sentence. You're good at this. Am I good? Am I learning? You're, you're learning really, really quickly. If you have nice a job. really compelling first sentence, there's no need. For a title mm-hmm. anyway. Ah, you are becoming a master. Look at that. Nice job. You got don't, this. Don't ask me to write a, an application essay for you though. <laughs> I was just going to say, I'll put I'll you just, on the spot. I'll stay right here in my seat and okay. uh, continue to help the people out there. Okay. I think that's probably where we're both best. All right. 
the, the next one here. Another one, contrary to general belief here. Let's pause and hear a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by the One Big Thing Podcast. If you're in the thick of life as a parent or a spouse and just trying to grow as a person, then you won't want to miss this show. Hosted by Steve Campbell, the One Big Thing is an interview-style podcast where he brings you guests from all walks of life. Picture professional athletes, influencers, business owners, and even some rockin' stay-at-home moms. Each episode will bring you as a listener a life hack or a way of looking at life that will help you move from inspiration to transformation. Listen to the One Big Thing podcast and all major podcast platforms today. Do not write a five-paragraph essay. Yes. Please don't. So don't don't intro... Mm-mm. Don't hamburger this, don't right? Intro, conclusion, one, two, three paragraphs. We're good? Right. Don't We're do good. Do so don't do that. everything everyone's always taught us to do. Yes, basically. Um, Interesting. Yes, I'm giving you permission to ignore all of your English classes, structure, and taught, and lessons, and everything all leading up to that. Ignore them. It doesn't count for this part. You'll need them again once you get to college, but <laughs> you don't for the essay. But not getting into college, you won't need right. them. Right. But once you're already in there, you'll need them. Yeah. So don't forget them. Just ignore them right now. (laughs) This process is something. I tell you what. Yes. It's a game. It's a game to wean out. And, you know, while this may and our advice may be common in the majority, it also, you know, there's tons of schools, I'm sure, where it's easy to get in or you stand out. But if you're really looking for somewhere that's competitive to get into or a program that has a lot of applicants... These are things that's going to be that edge above that makes like that one more notch, gives you one more point up, you know, yeah. like a step up on, on the other like competition, basically. Okay. So if we're not writing five paragraph essays, how many do we write? Do we write any paragraphs? Is it just one long paragraph? How, how does this work? It depends. It could be three. It could be two. It could be six, but preferably not six because we usually do skim quickly just to see how long it is because keep in mind. The people that are reading your applications and those essays, you're not the only one they're reading. They may have a thousand they have to read in a certain amount of time. So don't write in, you know, a whole thing about it. And don't go into pages, obviously. That's the word count is there for a reason. Be enough to stand out, be genuine, unique, show that you're inquisitive, and get out. That's it. Sorry about that. I'm just writing some notes because <laughs> yeah. this is some good stuff. Yeah. Very good. So, um, okay. So it's it's arbitrary. It is. So it really is up to you. It's arbitrary. Yes. Wherever you feel that it is a good point to break and move on to the next thought, then do so. Stay within your character limit. I think most of these boxes online actually don't even. We lost some lighting. It's okay. Um, I think some of these boxes online actually don't even let you get too far. So. No, they'll cut you off. They'll cut you off at 500,000, yes. whatever it is. Okay. Yes. All right. All Speaking right. of boxes. Hey, guys. Real quick. Kayla here. I want to thank you for listening to this episode. One of the ways we grow the fastest is through word of mouth and reviews. If you find any value in this passion, we suggest you leave a review or share to help another student on their journey into life after high school. Thank you so much. Let's get back to the show. Oh, okay. What are we doing? Don't go too far outside the box. Yes. Don't try to be fancy and write, you know, a sonnet or write it in a poem or, you know, lyrics to a song or something like that. Like that is just, that's 
not telling us enough about you, and it really doesn't resonate very well. Um, And it doesn't show us anything that you're able to really connect a thought, connect an experience. It doesn't get into the root of anything. And honestly, it gets annoying to read and hard to read, and nobody likes that. What's too far outside the box? Too far outside the box? Ugh, writing it like a sonnet. Way too far out the side so of the So in terms of structure? Mm-hmm. Structure-wise? Like a poem, a song. Yes. I've seen this. Okay. Like I've seen all of those. And that's too far. Oh yeah. That's Way too like, far. Hey, you're trying too hard. Yes. Trying too hard. What about content-wise? Like mm. actually the things that the people are writing about, what's what's too far outside the box there? Ugh, too far back. When you're young, don't write about an experience when you were six years old or nine years old or a memory you once had or an experience you thought you had or something from you know before at least like stay more relevant don't write about stuff that happened when you were way before high school high school and above keep it there are there any topics that would you would deem too far outside the box or like Hmm. maybe i would say have there been students that have taken a concept and idea and it just is like too wild or too hard to believe and you're just like this is very interesting there is but the ones that always stand out i had a student talking about um a beehive and they were a music theorist applicant and it was too discombobulated it wasn't tied together in any way and so if you're going to go outside the box or talk about something really unusual, at least connect it back, relate it, okay. and show the value. But when it's just completely outside the box and there's nothing to tie it back, I see. you're kind of set and like left there as the reader going, huh? What? I, okay, we're done. I don't know this student. I don't understand where they're coming from with this. And if it doesn't relate at all and then it's not well done, it doesn't really go okay. through. Yeah. That, that's kind of what I was getting at too. Yeah. Was like, have you ever had an example in that way? And it seems as though you have. So yeah. one thing I do want to point out is that you do remember that student. You do. I mean, it, but you maybe do not stand out. Way. Maybe not in the best way. Yeah. Maybe no. in a, the student's a little bit more unorganized and they don't know how to yeah. um, make a concise thought and, and present that in an essay format. Exactly. And the fact that they're more unorganized tells you a little bit about what they might be like or what their success might be like once they're an actual student if accepted, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't want that. So you want someone that can put everything together and be organized with it and really understand how to dwell into the real value of it. That's what we're looking for. We're looking for students that have not everything all together, but can find ways to tie things together, right? Find ways to connect that inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. The next what one do you here, got? The next one here that you touched on a little bit okay. is don't use memories as experiences. I can tell you're a little frustrated right now and you've already talked about it in the last point. Yes. So I'll give you the space here to keep on going. Okay. So we've read so many of these between six and 12 years old. It's not relevant. So all it's really telling me is there's nothing between the age of 12 to 17 or 18 that stood out to you. Then you have to rely on just something that happened five, six, seven years ago. I, you have to have had something else that's more important, more impactful, more like that's going to resonate, that shows that you've had a willingness to really dig into it and a desire for it, right? 
And if not, and that is the most important thing that still sticks out to you, it tells me you're not willing and open-minded. You're not somebody that seeks and loves learning. And academics love to learn. They love to dig into things. And if you're not that, that's what that's telling me, that you just, you're not a good fit. So yeah, keep it current. Keep it current. Mm -hmm. Okay, these next two. Okay, which ones? Don't use cliches. Please don't use cliches and check out our previous episode. We have a lot of examples of cliches on there. It just, it's gimmicky and it's a waste of count. And you're, at the end of the day, we're in academics and we've already invested. We've read those theories. We've read those quotes. It tells us nothing about you. So if you want to dig into that a little deeper, go check out our previous episode. Yeah. Yeah. And the last one here. Okay. Don't use the full name of the author. Yes. This is an odd one because, it is. again, this fits up with the first couple that you learn this tactic when you're in high school. Mm-hmm. You do. You learn how to quote. You learn how to reference authors yeah. and people. Right. And I can remember using their last name sometimes only mm-hmm. in paragraph, in, uh, excuse me, in essays yeah. when I would write them in high school. So... I'm not saying you're not going to get accepted if you do it this way. However, you have a greater chance of standing out when you don't use that. So in in our previous episode a little bit, we talked about this too and highlighted it in an example. But I'll touch on it again here where when you say Neil Armstrong, like you've been taught, right? Print on the moon, okay? Neil Armstrong. If you say Neil as opposed to Neil Armstrong... It tells me that you are so comfortable because you have dug into that research. You've dug into that level of knowledge and taken so much time or interest and value in what that person has done that you are just first name basis, right? So what does it tell me as a reader, as an academic? It tells me you're going to dig in until you have read everything you can, you know everything you can, you're interested beyond that service level. And you're so comfortable doing it because you have done it. It tells me something about your learning and about your patterns and behaviors, which again, paints that picture as I'm trying to think of what will you look like and be in our school if you are accepted? What kind of student are you going to be? Well, that's the kind of student you're going to be and I want that student. So... If you want to really stand out, use the first name and really dig into that. Nobody wants a cliche student. (laughs) Nobody wants a cliche student. One thing that I noted from this episode, I wrote this down because I think this will resonate with people and it might piss some people off. Mm, All right. But that's what we're all about. (laughs) We're all about doing things the way to make sure that you get the most out of your money in your life. And we want you to, to get the most out of your money in life. So... This is what I wrote down after after you explaining all of these don'ts. I have this thought. This is what I learned through this episode. Don't do the things that you learned before college that you won't need to get into college. But once you get into college, you will need them again. Very good. Just set them aside for a few moments to be able to get in and then you pick them back up. I like I think, it. I think if people walk away with that quote, 
mm-hmm. then everything that they do, going on their campus tour, yes. applying for scholarships, applying for the college application, everything that they do to try to get into college mm-hmm. will give them a mindset that goes beyond what they've already learned to make them stand out against people who haven't thought that way before. That's very true. Very does that prolific. Make sense? It does. Okay. So if you leave with anything for this episode, leave with that quote because um, just the the seven or eight things that we said not to do ring true to that quote. They do. And if you're going to use that quote, kids, um, just say Hector. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't, 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 uh, I don't know if you should quote me on that, but um, that's just kind of what I'm picking up from this episode. So uh, as a reminder, Kayla Record also has college prep boot camp. I do. She provides a service to students who are preparing for life after high school. So no matter if you're a freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, Mm -hmm. Kayla has a bunch of different courses catered to all different sorts of students, even preparing to get into high school too. Um, just to check that out, if, if any of this information that you're listening to shows some intrigue in your life and you want to learn some more and you want and you, and you think it, you're ready to take that next step into, um, getting some help from Kayla, then feel free to check out all the links below. Feel free to check out us on our webpage at nqrmedia.com. I know it's not cutthroat college planning, but NQR media is the, uh, company that helps put on this show. So they have a website with all of the podcasts on it. And we have one more episode on essays. That's it. That's it. One more. So we'll see you in the next one. See you there.